So, as you probably already know, as you've joined me here today for the latest, greatest episode of It Can Always Be Worse, I'm your host, Josh. Happy to be here, and happy that you're here. It could be worse, I could have no listeners at all, which uh, is not too far from the truth, but hey, we're going to work on that. Uh, Rome wasn't built in a day, that sort of jazz, you know. So, let's go ahead and jump right into the good stuff here. So, what we're going to cover in this podcast is going to be good stuff. I think there's a Molly murder in here in this episode. Um, Let's see, some funny stories from Reddit again. I'm going to try to find some originals here. I'm still working on that one. I had one guy that was like, oh yeah, I'll do it. You know, never, never got back to me, so. Actually, I do have a funny story that, that I might cover later from my ADL. But uh, I, I, I will mention that one later in the story here. Later in the podcast. Story of the podcast. So, uh, yeah, we're going to cover that. Uh, there's some jokes that, that are, they're going to be peppered in through this episode. I feel very confident about that. So, uh, how are you guys liking the new schedule, like having consistent days where I'm going to be posting? I know for last episode, I mentioned that it was going to be Tuesdays and Thursdays that I'm posting, but then I realized, oh, I'm in Asia. The things don't post at the same time in America. So probably Wednesday and Thursday. Monday for you guys. Monday and Wednesdays. So, how do you like Monday and Wednesdays, my dear Americans? Americanskis. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, I, I guess it, it gives me sh- something to shoot for uh, in terms of planning-wise. So, you know. Pre-recorded canned laughter found here, a la this famous sitcom Friends. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I I think it's going to work out well. Hopefully, you know, it'll grow the audience. Because that's that's really what I'm really shooting here. Not that I need the validation at all. (laughs) But uh, it'd be nice. It'd be nice. So let's go ahead and jump and do some some of that Reddit good stuff here. Um, I've dug a little bit deeper in the post that I explored before. uh, And there's a few... A few that uh that that I kind of enjoyed. All right, so uh, this first one <laughs> comes from McFly U Bojo, uh, and I really enjoyed this one because I know a guy who's like this, and uh, I think you guys know him already, Baby Petey. Uh, so <laughs> let's go ahead and jump right in. Former Navy here. I have so many, but this always sticks out to me. I had a rackmate who used to obsess over trying to rap everything. Even when we were supposed to be silent, he would try to make a rhyme out of whatever the chief was saying. Then he would ask me what I thought. <laughs> I would just pray that he wasn't heard because we would both get in trouble, and telling him to be quiet would have been just as bad. When we had to line up to go places, our chief would yell, Nuts to butts, people, now! 
meaning that we had to stand as close together as possible. Next thing I know, I hear my rackmate say, Chief said nuts to butts. I said, what the? (laughs) And of course, old Chiefy Chief heard him. He had to do eight counts for at least an hour after that. I I had to stifle a laugh every time. (laughs) Oh... There's always one. I'll just say that. There's always one. Uh, Let's go to the next one. A kid in my husband's company tried to escape uh, Marine Corps boot camp. Yeah. MCRD. Marines out there, I'm sure you can help me out with this one. Recon, possibly. Marine Corps... I don't know. MCRD. But anyway... He tried to escape San Diego by hopping the fence to the San Diego airport. They're literally right next to each other. End brackets. He panicked when he couldn't figure out how to get to the terminal. Tried to sneak back. Got caught. Ah, oh, man. You know, I, I'm sure at, at boot camp, no matter which service you go into, there's... Let me put it to you this way. I read this book about basic training before going to basic training. From cover to cover, um, there there was this chapter that will always stick out to me, and it's called uh, "My God, What Have I Done?" And and all of you who are listening to this, who have you know been in the military and understand that, it is a moment of clarity panic and fear it's within usually the first first week that that happens and then the equalization starts to normalization sort of thing happens starts to happen um and for this guy i'm sure he hit that wall and panicked like nope i made a huge mistake uh and anybody who's not in the military right now listening to this just remember when you get on that bus after swearing you know swearing in the second time you're in you're going it's 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 happening you're in now it like keep in mind that you don't have to go after you swear in the first time but you know once you're on that bus you you're u.s you you are u.s government property so yeah keep that in mind for any any military hopefuls here um yeah next one this one near and dear to my heart here air force here we had a kid in our flight who was kind of nerdy uh this is plus two telecaster by the way posted this and uh yeah the other guy's thing was deleted so can't really tell you his air force here we had a kid in our flight who was kind of nerdy big doctor who fan and decent enough till about five weeks in he started being kind of a dick to everyone who wasn't quite the gomer pile but he was harmful enough that we sporadically pt'd for his shit oh did i just i usually don't curse so you know yeah i'm in the military i just accidentally read that wow anyway good stuff so one night we're all relaxing and shooting the blank you already heard me say it once i'm not gonna say it again well, the CI is gone for the day, and I see that 
kids asleep, and I decide to have some fun at his expense. I put on my gas mask and sit right next to the guy's face, so I'm probably an inch from him, and I say in my best English child's accent, Are you my mummy? And this guy just about jumps out of his skin. Then he gets PO'd, and I was barely fast enough to avoid the punch, while I ran off laughing maniacally. Good times. Ah... Anyway, eh, that one's alright. I was expecting more out of my Air Force. But, um... Let's see. Uh, okay, there's another... These these always seem to be... I guess everybody's too busy working in the, in the regular military and just, like, they just experience it. But the, the clarity of, of boot camp still rings true. Like... They say when you're uh, when you're stressed, like when you're hyper stressed, or a traumatic event happens, uh, or a very important event, your your mind hones in on it, and the emotions are intensified. And there's a direct correlation between intense emotion and memory. So, uh, yeah, that's why I feel like there's so many of these uh, these uh, boot camp ones. So. This one's from Keenly Disinterested. Did an overnight shift to KP, a kitchen patrol that extended at 0300, so was supposed to ex be exempt from next morning's reveille. At this point, we had already been through the screaming and thrown trash cans in lieu, in lieu of alarm clocks phase of, phase of training. Everyone was usually instantly awake and getting out of bed as soon as the lights came on. Except this particular morning, this particular morning, I was supposed to be exempt from the mad scramble. I was supposed to be allowed to remain in my rack for a couple extra hours. For some reason, my TI forgot. So when the lights came on at Reveille, instead of enthusiastically leaping out of my bed and dressing for PT, I just pulled my blanket over my head. My TI's non-uniformity radar instantly zeroed in on my apparent malingering. <laughs> First, he shouted at me from the squad bay door to get up. When that didn't work, he walked down the aisle and viciously kicked the end rail of my rack while threatening all sorts of evil punishment in a Clint Eastwood-esque growl. If I didn't immediately unblank, uh, the other word for donkey, his blanking bed right now. Knowing I was exempt from the morning's festivities, I had assumed my TI was speaking to someone else. Right up until he kicked my bed. At that point, I pulled my covers down far enough to see him and said something along the lines of, Hey, I worked KP last night. I'm not supposed to get up until 8. I forgot the sir part. Oh! <laughs> his eyes bulged and his face turned red at my discourtesy. I really wasn't trying to be disrespectful. I was just half asleep. My TI quickly looked around the bay at the other airmen who were discreetly but obviously listening while they got dressed. He needed a way to address my disrespect without being unfair. After all, it was his mistake by, for not remembering my KP assignment. His response was pure genius. Airman, he growled. I don't care if you saved the president's son last night. You will observe proper courtesy when addressing me. You do not address superiors from bed. Get up and stand at attention now. So I climbed out of bed and stood glaring at him. He said, 
The last airman who looked at me like that got a whole week's worth of KP. But I'm gonna cut you some slack because you're just in a bad mood from lack of sleep. Before we continue this discussion, I want you to climb back in bed and get out the other side. Even I had hold, trouble holding a grudge after that. <laughs> that's kind of that, that's that's a clever move from the uh, from the the, the TI there. Uh, oh man, that one that one was more of a uh, that one was more clever than than actually funny. I'm gonna try one more. If this one's not funny, I'm moving on. I'm gonna try to find a. a, a Here's another Yousaf one. Let's see if we can get here. Yousaf, back in 09. We were in our second to last week, and I'll never forget one thing. We were at this point that our military training instructor, MTI or TI, told us that he respected us, but would still treat us like blank outside of the dorm to keep up appearances. While standing in formation, waiting to go in for chow, there was a lone trainee marching to where he needed to go. One of the things T.I.s would say a lot was, Get in step! Oh yeah, oh yeah. When someone wasn't marching within the same f- with the same foot as the rest of the flight, basically, it meant that trainee dumb blank was on the right foot when the rest of the flight was on their left. So it was this lone trainee that couldn't remember, that couldn't have been further... <laughs> And the second weekend is marching by himself to wherever he needed to go. RTI screams at the top of his lungs, Get in step! To him, to which the kid nearly trips over himself trying to make sure he's marching with the same foot as no one. <laughs> that was worth it. Edit, this was one of the hardest things to try to not laugh at. RTI, tur- <laughs> RTI turned around and very quietly told us whoever so much as snickered was getting smoked. Oh boy! Oh, oh man! Oh, that's that's a good time. Yeah, personal story, real quick, funny story. We had one guy, uh, and we'll I'll call him uh, Barry, uh, Airman. Well, trainee, trainee Barry, no longer, no longer in the world's greatest Air Force, even as a trainee anymore. Um. Oh my gosh, for the life of him, he walked like Shaggy from Scooby-Doo. The guy could not figure it out. Like, he was just, he just marched horribly. And and another guy, uh, one of my buddies from BMT is down in Hawaii now. Uh-huh. He had this bounce when he walked. I, ca- I cannot, for the life of me, I cannot figure out what it is. And I think my, my MTI commented on it. He yelled at him for it. Like, we don't bounce when we march, Barry! Or, oh, this was, this was, uh, Bechtel. My bad. Becky. Um, yeah. God, that's, that's good stuff. That is good stuff. Oh, do you want to hear the, uh, joke that I have slotted for today? I, I heard this one on a video. Uh, so I'm not going to take full credit for it, but, uh, this was a student ask, uh, asking or telling the joke to a, a science teacher, presumably in high school. But uh, the joke goes a little something like this. Uh, why can't you... Um, oh, hold on. Let me think about it now. <laughs> I'm going to screw this up. Gosh darn it. All right. 
Why can't you hear? Oh, why can't you hear in it? Okay, take three. Take three. Why can't you only hear a hormone and not an enzyme? Because uh, an enzyme doesn't make a sound and a hormones. <laughs> okay, gosh darn it. I, f I feel like I screwed this joke up. Gosh darn it. Alright, whatever. Toss me some puns if you got them. I'll, I'll just say that. Oh my gosh. Anyway, moving on. So there's actually some pretty good mil military news out there today that I'd like to share with you guys. Um, so a couple of the big ones that I want to cover today. Uh, so all my Marines out there, I'm sure you guys are familiar with the Crucible. If you aren't, then are you really a Marine? Uh, yeah, I'll just I'll just say that. You know, as far as I know, you don't get your. Uh, your globe and eagle until you do your globe evil eagle and anchor uh, yes so yeah uh, anyway so yeah uh, one of the, one of the marines who was uh, or I don't know if you guys call them trainees or not uh, marine hopefuls maybe uh, marine corps identifies recruit who died during crucible event at boot camp the Marine Corps identified a recruit who died Friday during the culminating crucible event at Marine Corps Recruit Depot, 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 whatever, Paris Island. Okay, so that's what it's called, MCRD, Marine Corps Recruit Depot, Depot, South Carolina. Private First Class Dalton Beals, 19, died during the event, according to Marine Corps spokesmen, who, who added that the cause of death is under investigation. Friday, June 4th, Private First Class Dalton Beals passed away during the conduct of the Crucible with the New Marines of Echo Company. A statement from Paris Island official said, Our deepest condolences go out to Dalton's family and to the Marines staff, uh, Marine and staff of Echo Company. An online fundraiser set up on behalf of the Beals family described the recruit as a son, a brother, a friend of Benny, an incredible athlete, and a United States Marine. They've been set to graduate June 18th. Oh, man. Uh, you gotta feel bad for this guy. Only four days away from graduation. Ugh, that's painful. Uh, last moments were in boot camp. Let that one sink in for, for my military listeners. Let that one sink in. You are four days out from graduation, and, you know, God rest his soul, he passed away before that. Ugh, gosh. Anyway, uh, yeah, 13-week of intensive training, 54-hour endurance test. Yeah. Uh, recruit deaths at boot camp are, are rare, but not unheard of. In a 2020, or 2016 scandal that made national headlines, 20-year-old recruit Raheel Sidiqui died after apparently jumping from the third floor of a barracks building. Sidiqui's death uncovered a pattern of hazing by drill instructors that resulted in firings and prosecutions. The most famous tragedy at Paris Island took place in 1956 when a junior drill instructor marched his recruits into a swampy body of water known as the Ribbon Creek. Six of the recruiters drowned. The drill instructor was ultimately court-martialed, but allowed to remain in the Marine Corps. Oh, wow. 
Wow, that's not good. Six of them drowned. Crazy. God rest their souls too. Holy crap. Uh, here's another story, and this is this is freaking headlines, man. It's crazy. Uh, retired two-star reduced to second lieutenant after sexual battery conviction. Joseph Grazio Plane, uh, the retired army major general who lost who last year pleaded guilty to sexual battery, has been reduced in rank to second lieutenant. Wow, from a general major general to second lieutenant. Eee. Grazio Plen was indicted by a Virginia grand jury on multiple charges, including rape, incest, ooh, incest, and aggravated sexual battery, allegedly involving his daughter in 1987-88. He pleaded guilty to a second count of sexual battery in July, last July, in a deal that saw the rest of the charges dismissed. In an email Tuesday morning, Pentagon spokeswoman Lisa Lawrence and Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin reduced Grazio Plen's ranked to the lowest possible for an officer in retirement. The Secretary of Defense char- changed the retired grade of then-Major General James Bratzoplany, a United States Army, retired to second lieutenant after determining the second lieutenant was the highest rank in which he served on active duty satisfactorily. This action may not be appealed. Second Lieutenant Bratzoplany will maintain any benefits or privileges authorized by retired officers in the grade of second lieutenant. His daughter, Jennifer Elmore, identified herself as a victim and chose to speak publicly about her story. The Army originally charged Grazio Plan in 2017 violating Article 120, uh, the Uniform Code of Military Justice, including six specifications, rape of a minor on multiple occasions. Ugh, man. Wow. That's gross. The case moved to civilian court in Prince William County, Virginia. Grazio Plenty was arrested in December 2018 after grand jury indictment. Wow. Wow. They will be slashed by more than two-thirds. Huh. Mamma mia. That's, that is, I mean, that's just sordid. I will say that. I will leave you guys to make whatever moral, ethical judgments you will um i would say that this case is extremely unfortunate and the um former general made some very poor decisions that is where i will leave that shocking horrifying dismaying uh, bad reflection of the u.s military especially of the officer corps but um there are a lot of good people out there, a lot of uh, a lot of great, uh, great soldiers. So, don't let that sour your view of us. Uh, on a more brighter news, military wants to use rockets as. Well, let me read this again for you guys. Military wants to use rockets to deliver cargo anywhere in the world in less than an hour. Crazy. What an age to be alive. The U.S. Air Force wants to test whether it's possible to move hundreds of tons of cargo equipment to forward operating locations and bases around the world using re- reusable rockets instead of mobility aircraft. 
Last week, the service announced that Rocket Cargo will be the fourth experiment under its Vanguard program, which examines how new technologies and commercial capabilities can be applied for its missions. The service is asking lawmakers for $47.9 million in its 2022 budget request to develop the technology and test whether it can deliver cargo anywhere in the earth, uh, world in less than one hour, according to budget documents. Uh, while the lab typically oversees the science and technology elements of Vanguard program, the U.S. Space Force will take the lead on rocket cargo first, a first to fledgling, fledgling service. Uh, it's not new, this idea. Space, SpaceX began looking at the project. General Carlton D. Everhart in a second, then the Air Mobility Command, or AMC, laid out his vision for the command's future priorities, including rocket logistics delivery. About five years ago, when we brought this idea on board, honestly, a lot of people looked at me and went, Are you nuts? Everhart said in an interview Monday. It's a game changer, though. Um... It should be roughly the same as C-17 Globemaster 3. SpaceX arguably at the forefront with its Starship and Super Heavy family vehicles. C-17 cargo about 12 hours. Make a trip from California to Okinawa, Japan. Rocket cargo could do it in 30 minutes. I don't know, man. Yeah. Uh, I think the technology is within our our grasp. Well, let me let me say this. Our ambition exceeds our, our grasp on that one. I think we're we're within 100 years of it, possibly, but not at the current moment prepared for it but i'm just speaking from a position of ignorance i ain't no rocket scientist literally in this case all right next thing this one's kind of interesting for you history heads out there uh the uh bosnian serbian commander ratko mladic loses genocide appeal uh, this one's from the Associated Press by Mark Quarter. The Hague, Netherlands, Ratko Mladic, the military chief known as the Butcher Bosnia for orchestrating genocide crimes against humanity, more crimes in the Balkan nations, 1992-1995, war lost his final legal battle. Tuesday, when UN judges rejected his appeals and reaffirmed his sentence. The following involving 2017 convictions and sentence closed a grim chapter in European history that included the continent's first genocide since World War II. The 1995 Srebrenica massacre of more than 8,000 Muslim men and boys. Now frail Mladic, often belligerent at his court appearances, The Hague showed no re- reaction other than a scowl as presiding judge Priska Matimba Nyambe of Zambia said the panel had dismissed a had dismissed by a vote of four to one his appeals of convictions for crimes including genocide, murder, extermination, and terror for atrocities throughout the war that killed more than 100,000 100, and left millions homeless. 79-year-old former general is the last major figure to face justice from that conflict that ended more than a century ago. His 
former political chief ex-Bosnian Serb President Radovan Kratzik already is serving a life sentence for being convicted of the same crimes. Former Yugoslav President Slobodan Milosevic was accused of fermenting the ethnic conflicts that tore apart the Balkans in the 1990s. Died in a U.S. cell in 2006 before judges at his trial could reach verdicts. Serge Bramaritz Bermertz, the prosecutor who finally brought Kratzik and Mladic to justice, said Mladic ranks among the most notorious war criminals in modern history. Mladic should be condemned by all responsible officials in the former Yugoslavia and around the world. Uh, yep, yeah, and of course, uh, our, our American president had something to, to say on that, but... Uh, Wow. Yeah, it's if you guys take the take the time to watch the a documentary about uh, the Bosnian uh, conflict, uh, the conflicts in the Bal uh, in the Balkans, uh, it's it's uh, it's crazy. It's crazy to see like to put it into perspective. You might remember the uh, American Home funniest home videos. It's like that, but you see people dead and dying in the streets in a, in a modern looking uh, area I mean of course you know take it with a grain of salt it's it's some parts are look a little bit you know uh, not modern I guess you could say but it's it's shocking it's shocking to, to see the old footage of that uh, civilians in particular running for their lives. It's, it's just horrible. Horrible stuff. Um, and the last thing that we're going to cover into, this one is the, the one, the intrigue that I mentioned at the very beginning of the story. So, Court Martial begins the Marine Raider... Uh, court Martial begins for Marine Raider accused of helping murder Green Beret in Mali. Crazy. Army Staff Sergeant Logan Melger. That's, that's the guy, yeah, I guess, we're speaking of. This comes from uh, Stephen Losey. The court-martial of Marine Gunnery Sergeant Mario Madeira Rodriguez in the choking death of Green Beret during an alleged attempted hazing and assault and sexual assault began at Naval Station Norfolk on Virginia on Monday. Madeira Rodriguez, a Marine Raider, faces multiple charges under Uniform Code of Military Justice including felony murder and an involuntary manslaughter for his alleged part in the June 4, 2017 death of Army Staff Sergeant Logan Milger during a deployment in Bamako, Mali. He's also charged with conspiracy to commit assault, conspiracy to commit obstruction of justice, burglary, hazing, and making false official statements, according to the charge sheet in the case provided by the Navy. Madeira Rodriguez's case is the last to be decided on the four special operations troops accused of involvement in Melger's death. If convicted of a felony murder, he should be convinced, or he should, <laughs> he's already convinced, I'm sure, he should be uh, sentenced to serve the rest of his life behind bars without possibility of parole, as well as a reduction in rank to E1, forfeiture of all pay, and allowances and other and either a dishonorable or bad conduct charge. 
I mean, it, at this point, it seems hard to justify a bad conduct discharge, but holy crap. Uh, wow. Anyway, let me read a little bit more of this. Uh, the Washington Post in 2019 reported that Marine Raider Staff Sergeant Kevin Maxwell admitted that to being involved in the plot to haze and humiliate Milger that resulted in his death. The Post reported that Maxwell said in a written statement to authorities that he and other three other special operations troops, including Milger Rodriguez, Madero Rodriguez, planned to break into Melger's room with a sledgehammer at about 5 a.m., choke him into his unconsciousness, and tie him up. A Malayan security guard would then sexually assault Melger with a British man videotaping the assault on his cell phone. Maxwell said the plot was reportedly hatched after a night of heavy drinking. Well, if you didn't need another reason to not drink heavily in the military. However, when the chief... Special Warfare Operator Anthony Delphin, a Navy SEAL, bound Melger with duct tape and put him in a chokehold. He accidentally strangled Melger to death. Didolf, a member of SEAL Team 6, pleaded guilty to involuntary manslaughter, obstruction of justice, and hazing June 4, January 14th and was sentenced to 10 years confinement and a dishonorable discharge. Maxwell and another SEAL Chief Special Warfare Officer Adam Matthews also ple- previously ple- pleaded guilty to charges connected to Melger's, Melger's death. Cover up the actions and commit obstruction of justice to hamstring the investigation. They allegedly gave the Navy chain of command a false timeline of events. They purposely left out the duct tape and the presence of Marines in the room during the assault. Wow. Yeah, that's a, that's just bad, bad deal. Bad deal in Mali. So let this be a lesson to you, my, my military folks out there. Sorry about that. Um, just got a message. Anyway, let me jump back into it. Um, yeah, crazy. Let that be a lesson to you, though. Don't uh, don't be that guy that uh, that thinks he can get away with something. And, and I, I learned this in in boot camp as well, uh, BMT. Someone will always have... I think I've been mentioning this regularly on the show, so just, you know, block this out if you've heard me say it like seven times. Somebody's going to have more loyalty to the rules than they are to you, so be careful. Um, I mean, but this this is pretty much murder, so... (laughs) I mean, if you have a a generally, like, a a right moral compass, uh, yeah, don't... uh, don't uh, murder people yeah but that's that's crazy though that's crazy i mean we go from bosnia to mali crap uh, crikey uh well that's it the news seemed to be intense actually for for this episode super intense um now again let me let me just inject some 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 levity into this situation maybe it's not but anyway so, 
I'm, I'm having a bit of some some PT woes here. Some some injuries are are, are piling up uh, that are not letting me perform at, at top physical condition. Uh, as you guys remember from last episode, got some got some healing to do. Uh, hopefully, I can. They have my my PT test slotted for July 31st, and uh, I don't know if my recovery is going to happen within that time frame. But goodness, I don't know how I'm going to be ready necessarily. I'm not a quick runner, and with this injury to my leg, I, I don't know. I don't know if it's going to work out. So I got to talk to somebody about this. I need to get on some kind of plan and, and figure this out do the whole physical therapy thing i don't know well keep your fingers crossed for me i'll just i will just say that holy crap um yeah so that's 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 my it's my plea for some prayers here get get some healing and and hopefully the good lord can make my legs run fast or allow me to do the air force will allow me to do another instead of running around a track aimlessly and and like running to death maybe they'll let me do the elliptical or something like that i'll I'll do freaking three miles on the elliptical good god just let me do something else other than run Uh, yeah so and last but not least, my my funny story that uh, I always I feel like I'm I'm I get motivated when I have meetings and stuff with you know people that you know that, that are worthy of respect. Generally, I feel like so I had a a, a commander's newcomer a commander's newcomer's brief. That sounds weird, but. Uh, and the the first shirt got up there and, and gave a you know a good talk and you know it's just you know and they they called for questions at the end and uh, you know of course I stand up and I get up there and I'm like oh yeah you know uh, all right no I didn't do it like that I asked I like I asked this question respectfully but uh, so I just say you know uh, sir you know Airman Kalori. I just I'm curious about what awards that that we could win you know what awards are are out there and of course he's not pleased with that given my rank I I personally felt like he wasn't pleased with it so not a great first impression but you know he gave me one of those yeah you should probably focus on your job first and then the awards will come sort of deal and I was like fuck like I really just did it. Like I really just. Uh, I mean, it could it could have been worse. It could have just been like, you know, he'd be like, oh well, let me make a mental note of this guy that he's just trying to climb the, you know, trying to step over everybody, and you know, he's a self self serving sort of guy, and uh, which is not the case. I just I want to excel. I just want to know what to shoot for. And that's really, I wish I would have phrased it like that instead. Ah, but what are you going to do? Uh, yeah, like I said, it could have been worse. It can always be worse, but we'll see. Uh, okay, so that's going to do it. This, sh- Oh my gosh, I feel like my shoes are just getting longer. Uh, uh, if you guys have 
anything that you'd like to share with the show, I'm going to wrap this because it's at, it's at 40 minutes right now. It just keeps getting longer. I'm going to have to make my, my episodes shorter somehow and just maybe break them up into, into two different episodes, possibly. Freaking A. 40 minutes. Jesus. Uh, all right. So, yeah. Thanks for listening. Uh, and, uh, yeah. Don't be like that guy from Mali. Don't murder people. But just remember, uh, whatever your situation may be, count your lucky stars because it can always be worse. Thanks for listening.